following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Oh, and we look good, too, in color. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're consuming us. Second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off for the next couple days. Filling in today, you know her, you love her. Colleen Lindstrom's here, everyone. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Holly's here as well. Yep. No one can fill in for her. Uh, It is Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Speaking of Colleen, let's get into this. We have so much today, we can't even waste a millisecond. Mm -hmm. Colleen has a just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Time for just saying. You got something you want to say? Why can't all hotel rooms just have a decent coffee maker? (laughs) It's hot bean water. And I am not trying to be, you know, a prima donna or difficult. Mm -hmm. I actually think everybody. No, I I just I don't go. And I don't mean to the bathroom. I just mean, like, in general, I don't go. My body doesn't move Mm -hmm. till it's had some hot bean water. Mm -hmm. And I have seen in a couple hotels recently where they've decided they're too posh to have a coffee maker in the room. And they're going to make you put clothing on and go out into the public spaces to get your coffee. Your hot bean water. My hot bean water. And, okay, listen, and I, you know me, I don't like to complain. But um, if I'm already mad about that, then Please don't do ahead. the other thing, which is give me the weakest bean water that ever there was. <laughs> You know, you they give you those little, I don't know, baggy things and like you slot, put it in the slot and then it runs the hot water through and then you taste it and it looks like coffee and it has an odor that resembles coffee. And then you take a sip of it and it just is hot water, brown hot Hallelujah. water. <laughs> I just want a good coffee maker in hotels. That's all I want. That's all Hallelujah. I'm asking for. Thank you. Am I alone on this island? No, I get it. Now, look, I don't drink just the plain hot bean water, Mm -hmm. but I have people that I travel with that enjoys just a good cup of hot bean water. Just a little cup of joe to get you go. And there is something delightful with having that in your room. Right. You know, as you get ready, you're not ready to be ready to leave the room and face the public to get other hot bean water. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I um, I have so we just this was my conundrum. We were just in Las Vegas, as you know, to see mm-hmm. Adele. Um, and Your best friend's on, by the way. I just want to make obviously, that know that, obviously, obviously. Yeah. And we stayed at the uh, Cosmopolitan, which is a lovely hotel. Lovely, it's so beautiful. The rooms are amazing, and they all have uh, they all have balconies. Well, we were on the 59th floor, 49th floor. Oh Doesn't God, matter. It was a scary floor for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like heights and I don't like elevators. And so once we got up there and there was no coffee maker in the room, my friend, I was like, you have to be my coffee concierge because I can only ride this elevator as many times as necessary in a day. So can you go get the coffee? <laughs> she did. She went and got the coffee because I was having anxiety attacks on the elevator and it was just, you know, limit, limit yourself. All of that could have been reduced had they just thrown a Keurig in the room. They have a mini bar. They have, I'm not joking, they have a little can of sex toys. Oh. But they did not have coffee. 
Thank you. About those sex toys. <laughs> yeah, were they sealed? Thank you. Holly. Yes, you guys. It, they came Holly, in a can. That was literally the question I yes, was going to I ask. Know. Yeah. They came in a can. They're meant for you to take with you. And apparently, I didn't open the can because I was like, I don't want to pay for this. Um, but I was curious about it. And I, so I looked at what was inside. And I believe there was a personal toy okay. uh, with the power source that is needed for said toy. Um, there was a condom. There okay. was personal lubrication. And uh, I feel like there were a couple other little items in there. Um, but, you know, you're in Las Vegas. You're at the Cosmopolitan, you too. You might need a can of toys. It has yes. a vibe. Yes. The Cosmopolitan has a vibe. Yes. I love that hotel, by the way. I love it. It's one of is, my husband's favorites. You feel instantly 10 times more attractive when you walk in there. Good yeah. restaurants, too. Ve- oh, secret Super pizza. Good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Secret pizza forever. Wait, what's the secret pizza? Why are you looking at me like that? You don't know about the secret pizza? No. And you were just there? I know. Why did we not talk about this? I don't know. Holly, you've heard me talk about the secret pizza, haven't I? Yeah. Haven't uh, I don't know if we've talked about the secret pizza on the air. Um, Yeah, I think it was PH, pre-Holly. I know I've named it an AbFab. Um, and nothing really matters, PH. But anyway, um, secret pizza is on the third. Colin, correct me, please. Um. Secret pizzas on the third floor of the Cosmopolitan, and it's a secret hallway. I see lined, this now. Lined with album covers. You go down said secret hallway, and at the back of said secret hallway filled with album covers is a New York style pizza slice place that is the best pizza you'll have in Las Vegas. I cannot believe I did not know about this. Um, we walked for pizza. No, why? That's I don't I know. Mean to judge you. Now please I'm mad take at myself. That was silly. I agree. Yeah, um, I didn't know about secret. It was a secret. I will just tell you, we have been known to go there multiple times in one visit. Because why would you go anywhere else? Right. Um, uh, it's it, look. It ain't fancy, Mm-mm. but you know what it is. It is that New York style giant slice. You know, we walk in to get a slice yes. in New York. That's what this is. And it's the sauce is good. Oh. The crust is good. The men and women who make it are very New York. They're not there to be nice to you. They just want to give you the pizza Here's and get the hell pizza. out of there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am kicking myself oh. that we did not know about this. Well, Secret next pizza. Time. It doesn't even have a name. This is how cool it is. It doesn't have a name. Right. It's just secret pizza. Yeah, but it's so secret they didn't even put that. It's not on like the restaurants. It's, oh nope. My gosh. Nope. Well, now I know. Yeah, now you know. Shooting star. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe this. Know. Thank you. I'm going to repeat it because inevitably we're going to get an email sent to the Jason and Alexis page on mytalk1071.com. Let yeah. me say it one more time. Seeker Pizza third because I can hear the email now. What was that place you're talking about? The Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Las Vegas Strip, Secret Pizza, third floor. If you just Google Secret Pizza Las Vegas, it's, it'll, it'll you. tell you everything you need to know about how to get there, etc. And then I'll just bookmark this with my ultimate tr- uh, tip for, for those who love a cocktail, as I do. Mm-hmm. My ultimate tip, if you like a cocktail and a good deal, 
Uh, three for ones for, I believe, $10 uh, at Ocean One in the Planet Hollywood shops. And you can get that three for one to go. Thank oh, you. I love this. Yeah. Um, they just pour uh, three drinks into one giant drink and you're good for about an hour yeah. or two. Wow. Um, and it's a hell of a deal. And you can name your liquor. You don't have to get the cheap stuff. Oh. You can get a three for one kettle one and soda. For like ten, I think they might have raised it to twelve dollars, but still, it's a bargain on the that Las Vegas is Strip. It's a bargain on the Strip. Ocean One in the Planet Planet Hollywood shops. Yep, thank you. You're, You're giving welcome. free tips right there. When we come back, we're going to give you free movie reviews. We're going to continue our series of Oscar-nominated big fat movie reviews, and it's a twofer, not two movies, but two reviewers, Holly Roberts. And Colleen Lindstrom review the holdover. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. Our big fat Oscar nominated movie review series continues this time with the best picture nominee, The Holdovers. And both Holly and Colleen have uh, watched it. Holly, we start with you. Oh, yes. So, Jason, you watched The Holdovers last mm-hmm. week, as did Alexis. It's currently available for streaming on Peacock. And this is the latest movie from Alexander Payne, starring Paul Giamatti. And uh, everyone is in fine form in this film. Mm taking place in the early 1970s at a boarding school. The holdovers is the term for the folks who are left behind during the semester break. And they call them the holdovers. They're staying at this boarding school. And it's about the relationship that these people develop. The manager of the cafeteria, Paul Giamatti, who plays a history teacher, and then a student that is left behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that student, so the student, Angus Tully. Yes, Mr. Tully. Mr. Tully. Uh, his name is, Do- the guy, the, the gentleman who plays him is named Dominic Sessa, and I believe he's new. Yes, he is new. And that, you know, when you're, new- okay, when you're a new screen actor, and you are shoulder to shoulder with Paul Giamatti, that's a high bar. And I think he pulls it off. I ended up loving this movie. Like capital L-O-V-E, love. I thought I was going to like it. I thought it was going to be interesting and pleasant. I liked the the story. Like I liked the plot of it. I, capital L, loved this movie. 
Yeah, this is an acting movie. Yes. This is an actor's... Oh, that's a good way to put it, Holly. Yeah, very much so. You know, Paul Giamatti uh, and Divine Joy Randolph. She plays uh, Mary, the kitchen manager. <laughs> She's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. They're both nominated for Oscars. Mm-hmm. And by all means, you know, during award season, both these actors have been... Re- they've been winning the awards, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. This movie's quiet. Yeah. In a way that Alexander Payne movies often are. Uh, the climax comes through subtle emotion and some not so subtle emotions. Mm-hmm. I don't want to really want to give away anything here because I think Jason and Alexis, you both alluded to the fact in your reviews of the holdovers that there's kind of a tonal switch midway mm-hmm. and the story mm-hmm. expands and these characters, it, it, it explores a depth that perhaps you're not expecting at the onset of the film. Yeah. And what I love about it, like what I love about it is that message that runs through it of like there is the surface level of what you think you know about people and beneath everybody's surface is this is a story is is a depth and sometimes and, a why. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and it will and it will contextualize for you some of the behaviors that perhaps drive you crazy maybe make you a little bit curious, maybe are things that you poke fun at. Um, And there's so many of those throughout. I mean, it's just, it's such a beautifully written and acted and directed movie. There is a, you see, it's a, but like you said, it's kind of like a quiet, a quiet hit. Like you realize when you're in it and you're gripped by it, why it's, why it's getting the award buzz that it is. I, uh, well, when I reviewed it, I, yeah, I I capital and I didn't know right. I was charmed by the trailer. But in this season, I have been tricked more times than I have been treated mm-hmm. by a trailer uh, for one of these Oscar nominated movies. I'm looking at you, Anatomy of a Fall. Mm. Um, this one, this one lived up to the trailer. Yeah. And it actually delighted me more. Yeah. It, it, it exceeded the trailer. Um, I, I mentioned to to Holly in the audience, Colleen, I even liked, and again, it's very Alexander Payne, the director, the attention to detail, I also loved. The the color temperature of the mm-hmm. movie, um, looking like the era in which it's in, the, yes. the, the early 70s. The uh, I want, I said to Holly, I didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Colleen, if you felt this way, mm-hmm. and Holly, if, if you agreed with me, at the end of the movie, I... I I, I I kept going like this. I'm like I said to Colin, I want to. Oh no, I don't want to leave Mary. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave that yes. space. That's how I know when I've read a really good book when I can't say goodbye to the characters, and I had that feeling as well. Also, Jason, to your point about like the the color tone. Yeah, and um. I was mildly distracted at the beginning of the movie, and so I had like not. I sort of like came into it and was like, I don't know. And I said out loud to my husband, I, I looked at the screen and I immediately go, oh, are we in the 70s? And he goes, yeah. But I knew that because of all of the context clues mm-hmm. that are given to you just by the way and not just the costuming. Right. It is. It's the tone of the color. Yep. It's it was a that is a phenomenal strategy right there. Yeah. It, it, it's wonderful to look at. It pays homage to movies of the past. Yeah. And I watched this uh, film with my husband. 
poor guy was having flashbacks to his own high school experience. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. well, because he went to an East Coast yeah. boarding school. Yeah. And he said that the depiction, now he went, you know, a decade plus after the holdovers. Mm-hmm. But he said he's like down to the desks. We had the exact desks. Wow. Really, Holly? He, yeah. He's like, I we ate in a dining hall exactly like that. And it was set up kind of like Hogwarts. Yeah. You know, in Harry Potter. So he was just saying that the attention to detail yeah. in all of this, you know, he was like, Oh, the energy of the boys and the dormitory and how people interact with each other. He he was like, That is like really spot on. So my husband and I, because we were curious about it, because we're very like curious about the culture it is such a different thing than we're used to right oh, yeah. we're city public school kids right oh, oh yeah i'm an outer ring suburban yeah kid. <laughs> so we're like what so my husband and i he he he's like the deep diver when we're watching a movie i'm like I'm, i have to focus on the movie and he'll be over there like googling things answering our questions in real time So we were talking about the boarding schools that they were using. And and he said, it's really the it's beautiful. Like the buildings are beautiful. The campus looks beautiful. He said, I can see why people do this. But he said, I said, I wonder he said, I wonder if that's a real boarding school. So he looked it up. It's a number of different boarding schools that they used to make up this campus so sometimes the interior would be at one boarding school in one place and then the exterior would be at another one so they were like melding together which is also i think such a such a beautiful thing too for that authenticity of the time that they're trying to show they didn't want anything that looked too modern it had to really and so that's an effort that's you you can't just like plop yourself on a boarding school and make that your set. You have to do work. And with the attention to detail, let's talk really quick in our last seconds. We mentioned this before and he talked about it with Howard Stern, Paul Giamatti, even Alexander Payne making the decision to have Paul's character have one messed up eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? To add um, a level of, um, not despair to the character. What what word am I looking for? Um, uh, a, a trial. I'm not mm-hmm. a trial, but a, 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 something that he has to kind of add to add to the ridicule that he he mm-hmm. experienced having that eye. Something yeah. else for people to judge him on. Yeah. Uh, a challenge. There we go. A challenge yeah. for him. Um, Paul was so good in this movie. He was so good. Paul and Giamatti also, was so good can in I also the holdovers. Just, that's the thing that we saw, but there's another piece that sort of like runs through about a smell that he has. The fish, the this fish, fish disease. The, yeah, it's yeah. a real thing. And it that I think is so, the way that they were able to carry that through in a way that you, you stayed with it, even though you could see his eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was something that the actors had to tell you throughout in the story. And it sort of hung with me. Yeah. It, oh, no it was amazing. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, you know, right? He has these personal things to overcome. And the subject that he's drawn to teach yeah. is ancient civilizations, yeah. these big epic Pel- uh, Peloponnesian War kind of stuff, yeah. all these things. And yet in his own humble personal life. He has to overcome this stuff. Yeah. You're being drawn. Ah, it's, a, it's a great movie. It's Go just a it. really, Go really good movie. Go yeah. Yeah. And again, don't be distracted because Alexis had, and I've gotten a couple emails. Don't be discouraged by the slow start. It is a slow yeah. start. 
persevere. Yeah. Keep keep going. Yeah, keep it's going. worth it. It's worth yeah. it. It's for it's on Peacock for free. You yeah. just have to sit through like four commercials at the beginning. You can do it. Which you can do it. You can do it. And also, you can also do it when you climb. I don't know. That didn't oh. make any sense. Yeah, you can climb. That's right. <laughs> the big climb Minneapolis is coming back. You can climb with our very own Donna Valentine. Uh, this is the 10th year, Saturday, April 20th, to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It's going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium this year. Go to mytalkworld071.com to sign up. Keyword climb. When we come back, we're going to be joined by a special guest next. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is taking a few days off. Holly Roberts is here. Hey! Hi, Holly! Hey, Jason! You're, you're going to be gone soon, too, right? I sure am. I don't know. Yeah. Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Helene's <laughs> filling in. Yeah. Hey! Hi, Helene. Uh, our My Talk Loves Local series continues where we shine uh, a light on uh, local companies. And uh, let's get to it. Uh, for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking to the president and CEO of a brand that you hear a lot, Rahar, on my talk and stations all over the metro, Livia. And Heather is the bigwig. She's the she's the president. She's important, Holly. That's right. She, she joins us on the phone. Hi, Heather. Good morning. Thanks for having me. No, thank I'm you for being I'm doing good. Well, that was quite the introduction, the, the bigwig. I, I like to consider myself as just one of the members of a really dynamic team. So I appreciate that introduction. And like you said, just really nice to join you this morning. Well, um, let, let me let me get to a question that I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm, I was grew up in the 80s and there's been all sorts of healthy living companies over the years. I mean, I'm going back to like Jenny Craig. I remember Jenny telling me all about myself. What makes, I'm going to start with a simple question for people. What makes Livia different? That's a really great question. And I actually really love to answer that because like you just described, I mean, there's been obviously a weight loss evolution since, you know, back from the 1950s, even starting with WW. And I think for us and what remains unchanged is really the people. And I know it sounds very simple. However, I really believe it's true. So we, of course, have a team comprised of expert nutritionists, registered dietitians, nutritionists, people that have a lot of experience, you know, in the health and wellness field, but most importantly, people that truly care about making a difference. And I think that really rings true. At the end of the day, that's what we all want, someone that genuinely cares about my well-being and that can personally guide my experience because one of the things that we know is that it's not one size fits all that each of us have a unique experience and journey and and challenges that might be unique from one to the other heather so jason was referencing you know uh programs of the past but livia is thoroughly in the 21st century because you're making some exciting changes to your program right We are, and I will tell you, you know, it was a reluctant decision to be fully transparent. You know, over a year ago, we really started to explore this big conversation that you've been hearing with the the weight loss medications, these breakthrough weight loss medications and how, you know, it's, it's essentially a seismic change and everyone wants to know what this is all about. So for us, the cornerstone of our program has always been about nutrition, uh, just really making sure it's a personalized journey and that it's sustainable. But for weight loss medications, we understand after, again, as I said, a year of research and really making sure that this is something that we wanted to embark upon, we became much more informed. We aligned ourselves with people in the medical field, leaders, of course, you know, in the obesity space um, and making sure that this is something that we could support. 
And, and certainly we know weight loss is, is very difficult and we want to make sure that we provided all the paths possible for our clients to have success. So we have, in fact, incorporated these GLP-1s, these revolutionary breakthrough weight loss medications into our program. So it's a choice. Um, it's available. Uh, we definitely know that pairing it with nutrition is going to make it more sustainable in terms of long-term weight management, which is why that is what separates us from other programs out there. It's not just a single lane of weight loss medications. It's paired with nutrition support and a personalized approach. Uh, we are talking with Heather, the president of uh, Livia, a brand that you hear a lot uh, here on our station. Heather, I wanted to ask you, you know, as somebody that from basically six years old on, uh, you know, I, I've been very open about my own uh, up and down with weight. What do you say to people that wonder is this sustainable? You know, no matter what program you use, you think, okay, I'm going to do the program. It's going to be great. And then by November, I'm back on the chicken fingers. Um, what would you say sets Livia apart as far as long-term success? Well, and it's I a real worry. You, yeah, it's a real worry for folks that are questioning whether they should do something like Livia. I agree. And I, what you just stated, Jason, you know, my personal experience too, I understand the challenges, the roller coasters of weight loss. It's been something I've personally struggled with. And I think the, the, I guess the sensitivity we have to that, you know, just there is a no shame approach. It's about life happens and our team is there to, to meet with you personally and to guide your journey. So there are ups, there are downs, there are windy roads. But the difference is that we're going to personalize your program. And then it's not just about a quick fix. You know, we understand this might be a longer journey for some. So we do navigate you through those, you know, those first holidays, birthdays, you reach your goal and suddenly now what? So we do address that. So it's first, of course, the weight loss approach. And then we do transition to more of a lifestyle. Like how are we going to incorporate this into your life so it's sustainable? So through, again, that one-on-one support, behavioral modifications, those same habits that got us to that place to begin with, we help you navigate through them so they become lifelong habits of healthy choices, behavioral changes, and just guiding you for long-term weight loss, sustainable results. Well, Heather, if someone's ready to do the Livia program or to do the Livia medical program, that's your uh, new medical program with GLP uh, ones, how do they get in contact with you? That's a great question. So certainly calling any of our locations directly. We have nine locations throughout the Twin Cities and then one in Wisconsin. Um, but they can call our locations at 1-800-GO-LIVIA or visit us at livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for getting up early and spending some time with us. We appreciate it. Well, it was great to be on your on your call this morning. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. That's president and CEO of Livia. Again, a brand. My talkers are here. All the time here, uh, our buddy Dal McLean has been on it uh, for years. You hear her ads right here on my talk. There we go. And speaking of treating yourself, uh, treating yourself every so often, we believe in that. Uh, Livia believes in that. Girl, I mean, hello. Don, treat yourself. We're going to treat ourselves right now because we uh, cannot deny we have breaking news. That's absolutely right. fabulous. That is AbFab. That is absolutely AbFab. Uh, Taco Bell came out with their new menu. Thank you. Talk about treating yourself. Wait, this is what? timely. That's right. First of all, uh, I just would like to go on record. Taco Bell is hands down the best fast food restaurant period done by. Okay. Thank you, Colleen. You're welcome. We'll write that. Now, Holly, can Thanks. you write that, okay, put okay. that in the annals okay. of our show for today? Thank you. There we go. So I'm very excited to hear what you're going to drop on us. Um, 
I don't think you're ready. I don't mean to be overly dramatic. I'm okay, never Beyonce. overly dramatic, but here we go. I'm ready for this jelly. I am ready for this jelly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first one is some creation called the cheesy ch- cheesy chicken crispinata. Oh, you had me at cheesy, and then you kept me at crisp. Anada. Anada. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> This crispy little pocket of perfection includes marinated shredded chicken, a blend of Monterey pepper jack, cheddar, and mozzarella cheeses in like an empanada-esque mm. crust. <gasps> okay, I'm looking at pictures. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yep. February 15th, right. that little bad boy's available. Ooh, that's, ready? This that's only two days. You ready for the next one? Yes. And I've had these. They're new. It's permanent now. They're crispy chicken nuggets. <gasps> Okay, uh, their chicken nuggets are good. Uh, I've had them. Uh, the nugs are good. They're quality nugs. They're not. It's like yes. real pieces of chicken. And they're dipping sauce. Go with the jalapeno honey mustard. Yeah. The other the other one tastes like B. Arthur's Astra. Yes, I remember. Okay, I remember. I You actually turned me on to trying this in the first place. Yeah. So, and you're right. Try- get the, get the, what is it? Honey jalapeno? Yeah, jalapeno honey mustard. Next, I guess when this was tested, this was one of the highest testing things. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Coming to a Taco Bell near you, a cheesy street chalupa. Oh, what? Mm. Tell me more. This is the uh, upgrade on the ch- uh, classic chalupa. My husband is passing out right now. <laughs> um, these are smaller, though, than the other chalupas. Hello, street. You know, yeah. It's going to uh, feature the classic fried flatbread along with a, small, a smaller tortilla that is stuffed with cheese. Oh, my gosh. And onions and green onions and whatever the hell else you want. And I guess, as I said, these tested out of the universe. And I'm actually saving the best one to last. I'm not done. Are you ready for more? I guess. The Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Gelato. You heard me right. Taco Bell's getting gelato. A lotto. But not just (laughs) any gelato. No. Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato. Yeah. I guess this one also tested extremely well. Okay. it. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks like a color not found in nature. It looks like um, a melted Smurf. Yes. Yeah, but where do you find the Baja Blast plant in nature? This is a good point. Yeah. If you love... Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I think you probably are going to go bonkers oh, for this. It looks like an ice cream formed from the milk from those little creatures. Totally. In Star Wars. Oh, Last Jedi. The mm-hmm. Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. That Luke was milking for nutrients. Yes. yes. So there you so go. So just the, that's the journey you can take yourself or, on. <laughs> if you could milk a Smurf, that's this what, is what it would look that's like. That's what comes out. Ooh. Well, milk a Smurf. You know what? Somebody's probably made that and it's on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like there's rule, a movie for that. Rule 34. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go quickly past the next two to get to what they say could be a company changing edition. Okay. Oh, ready. Uh, cheesy enchilada dipping taco. Okay. I'm going to go past Yum. that quickly. A churro chiller. Four flavors of ice cream. Uh, flavored uh, caramel, cold foam, and churro bits to top it all off. So it's basically like a cold, it's like a churro cold from cold brew from Starbucks. Yum. 
Uh, Dolce Leche, Cinnabon Delights with caramel inside. And now here's the thing that I guess is changing people's lives. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The Cheez-It Crunchwrap. Uh, sign me up. Sign me up. I've never gotten excited about the Doritos Locos Taco because I'm not a big Dorito fan, but I am a Cheez-It fan. And I can get behind this. Also, there is, it's a crunch wrap. Yeah. So it's the traditional crunch wrap. Yes. But they have constructed a Cheez-It wrap. I'm in. A raft. A raft. A raft. <laughs> no, seriously. It's a Cheez-It. It's a raft made of Cheez-Its glued together. I love this. Glue, and they shove it in the middle of a crunch wrap. I am in. I am so in for this. When do I get that? Let me look. Yeah, when are we living Moss? Yeah, when do I get to live Moss with this new menu? Uh, I don't know the. Uh, when I don't am know I the release date? When can I make a it. run for the border? Yeah. But we do. So there we go. No, the crispy chicken crispinata. That's on that's Thursday. Thursday. Thursday so girl. mark your calendar. It's a big day. Oh my gosh, you guys! This crunch wrap. I'm looking at like a disassembled version. Oh my gosh. That yeah. cheese it raft. Yeah, it, it is. They <laughs> should just sell those. Huckleberry Finn could go down the Mississippi. On yes. That thing. I don't know how far he'd make it because he'd probably be eating that thing. Yeah. It's like Meryl Streep in that movie, The River Wild. She's on a giant cheese it. I love you. <laughs> going down the river. You're the best. I love us. You I are really the best. Love us. <sighs> there you go. There's your new Taco Bell foods. Mm. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. One. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for MSP, the best airport, period. End of sentence. There's a period on the end of that sentence when I say MSP is the best. It is a source of pride. We really do have the best airport. And when you fly around to other airports, you come back to ours and you go, oh, yeah, it's real good. It's real, real good. And there are so many conveniences that MSP have. I know that traveling can be stressful, but MSP takes a lot of that stress out and replaces it with fun. And what I mean by that is I'm not joking. I'm there all the time. I'm back this weekend. Colleen is going to be there this weekend. And we get there early to take advantage of the fact that they have over 125 restaurants uh, and shops, including the Prince Store. Hello. Uh, and Red Cow. Hello. And conveniences like reserving your space for parking in one of the new ramps. And you can reserve your space in the security line. Go to mspairport.com for more. Remember, from ticketing to takeoff, they're the It's Oprah. She is so wise. Out of context. I'm over being polite to boring people. That was Oprah. Did she really say that? Out of context. I mean, yes, she's not wrong. I mean, Oprah's not wrong on that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, uh, my, by the way, uh, Colin Matheson passed out in the bathroom after hearing the new Taco Bell menu. Oh, no. Is he going to be okay? <laughs> He'll be he's fine. He's fine. I'm with you, Colin. Yeah. Uh, trust me. Yeah. It's yeah. sounding it's, good. It's good. Yeah. Whoever's running the TB right now, y'all, you're making some good moves. Seriously. TB. Those nugs. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm not well, saying. I'm just saying. Listen, like, y- you know, you can get a nugget anywhere. Yeah. Give me a reason to get a nugget at your place. And they do because it's like real chicken. It's real chicks. Yeah. Not mm. little baby chicks. That, no. I should have finished no. that word, no. but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm we gonna un- finish we this. understood. Yeah, I'm going to finish this word. Liz, let's talk Aww. to Liz. Yeah. 
Well, Liz, I think we need to talk. Delightful lady. She's a sweetie. Well, I'm going to have a word with Liz here. It's time for Tuesday with Liz. Every Tuesday morning like clockwork. Hello, Liz. Hey, Liz. Well, hello, Liz. Well, hello, Liz, who joins us on the phone. Hi, Liz. Hi, everybody. How look, it doesn't go today. <laughs> oh, good. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there very well today. <laughs> Liz, oh. do you like a good chicken nugget? Yeah, I do if it's a good one. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Liz. It can't be a bad. It can't be a bad chicken nugget. Yeah, because I've had some of that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, if it doesn't even resemble chicken, it's a question mark, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hi, how you feeling, Liz? You feeling pretty good? Yeah, today I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> oh, good. Well, Holly's going to tell you about, we have a little update uh, about something that should put a smile on your face at the very least, right, Hal? Oh, my goodness, Liz. We have been collecting Valentines. Yeah. And I'm just going to, spoiler alert, there are, yeah. there's gonna, you're going to get so many. You are going to get so many and to share them with all your friends. And, uh, like, and everyone is just so creative, Liz. You're going to be delighted. Oh, at the messages you. and and the love and the outpouring you know my talkers really got together and they dropped off valentines here and because it's tomorrow girl it's tomorrow yeah i know <laughs> can, <already wait. laughs> can, you, can you believe it tomorrow's the day yeah i can't believe it uh, you know, i know I, I, it, it just surprises me that I'm still here. Oh, <laughs> we're so glad you are. Yes. Liz, when you were young, did you, like, how did you celebrate Valentine's Day? Like, as a child, did you make Valentine's? Well, I we really didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. The only time that we celebrated was in school. You know, uh, each one of us had to make a Valentine and then give it to... Uh, somebody in our class that mm. was like <laughs> you know so oh, oh. i love that C- colleen yeah. did you did you do that colleen did you make the little valentines for people you i like? i never we were we were a family that went to the local walgreens and grabbed the pre-made ones that you had to tear <laughs> apart and then fold in half and i would i would labor this is this tells you this is probably where my anxiety began i would labor over what message i wanted to give to what person like you didn't want to give like a super lovey message to a guy in the class that you actually did have a crush on, right? Like you didn't want to be too aggressive with your Valentines. I spent way too much time on that stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just, I I was just going to say most of the time, it was in the, uh, when I was in the grade school, we did this in high school. We didn't do this just for the same reason that you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Or the other fact that you'd never get one and the other girls would. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, I spent way too much time stressing about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, well you, you don't have to worry about that this year, Liz, because uh, there are many, 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 many heading your way. So. Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh-huh. You're going to feel the love on this yes. Valentine's Day. Oh, my. Yeah. It, yeah. It's going to take, take you to next Valentine's Day to open them all. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you just save them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yes. Well, say, it, it, it surprises me that there's so many people out there that um, 
love me so much. Oh, doesn't doesn't surprise us at all. Our listeners, lovable. You're lovable, and our listeners are the best. So it's a fun combination. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, you have a good week, and uh, we can't wait to talk to you and hear about the uh, Valentines. And have have a good week, Liz. Well, thank you, and you all have a good week too. And happy Valentine's Day to all of you too. Mm. Happy Valentine's Day, Liz. Liz. Okay. There she is. Bye-bye, sweetie. Oh, there's Liz. Yeah, the Valentine's uh, will be delivered tomorrow. And speaking of that, mm. speaking of that, we got to tell you, mm. programming note, I, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I wouldn't miss the show tomorrow because it is our 16th annual Sad Song of Palooza. And it's the first time Colleen's going to be part of it. And I've it's the first time this. Alexis has missed it. She um, did say to me, she was like, I hate to miss it. Yeah. But um, you're going to have fun. Sad song of Palooza. We do nothing but play sad songs. We laugh at how sad they are. And it's fantastic. Mm. And tomorrow, the added entertainment will be, I will be half in the bag. So oh. I'm just being honest. Uh, it's. I hope you're three quarters in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Already getting a list full of songs. People are sending them in. And yes, you can email us at mytalk1071.com. Go to the Jason and Alexis show page. We'll get the message. We'll get the request. Can't guarantee it will get played.